Pastor Mike McCoy, welcoming you to the Time of Truth. We're going we're gonna to get them in the pool here real soon. I want to read you something out of Acts chapter number 2. All right, Bible students, what's happening in Acts chapter 2? Pentecost. Happy day. Everything's changed. Here we have one moment there's not a church. There's a bunch of believers in an upper room. No church. In a moment's notice, the Holy Ghost comes in, and all of a sudden there's a church. Isn't that good? That's how it's going to be. They just... Boom, there it was. And uh, that's the way God saves us, you know. I'm not one of these believers that have to drag it out 10 or 12. The moment you believe, you can receive. And there's some things that come along with that, but I'm not going to preach all that tonight. I'm in Acts chapter 2, verse 32. Uh, Jesus, or, or Peter, is... is, is uh, He's winding down in his message. First message. Post, well, it really, I don't know what you could say post-Pentecost, but it was, it was the day of and, and uh, what God was going to do with the Holy Ghost has, has been fulfilled. Peter starts preaching on the uh, anointing power of the Spirit. Here's a fisherman and he becomes a theologian in just a moment's notice. He had the foot and mouth disease most of the way through this, but praise God, the foot's out of the mouth here. Peter don't have any more problems. Now, he did have one little issue where he wanted to kind of lean back toward the Jews, but Paul straightened him out on that. He talked to him, he said that, to his face. That's the way he's supposed to talk to people, not behind their back. Speak to their face. But Acts 2 and 32, the Bible said, This Jesus, this Peter preaching here, this Jesus hath God raised up, whereof we are witnesses. Therefore, being by the right hand of God exalted, and having received of the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost, he hath shed forth this which ye now see and hear. Remember, they're all speaking in tongues and languages and they all, every man understood in his, in his own language what is going on there. What a miraculous thing God done that day. For David is not ascended into the heavens. No, David's still buried. But he saith himself, the Lord said unto my Lord, he's, now he's quoting what David said. The Lord said unto my Lord, set thou on my right hand. Until I make thy foes thy footstool. That days are coming. That days are coming. Therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made that same Jesus whom ye have crucified both Lord and Christ. That's who he is. Now, when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart. What was that? It's conviction. They were pricked in their heart. They weren't sorry they got caught. They were sorry that they were sinners. 
They were sorry that it, it, Christ had been crucified for them. They understood. How did we understand? By the Spirit of God. Remember what Paul said? But he hath revealed them to us by his Spirit. And said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Now they didn't know what to do. Why did, how, you know, there's a lot of people today, they would come to Christ, but they don't know what to do. And all Christians, if nothing else, you should be able to tell them what God done for you. You can't tell them what God done for me because you don't know. I've told you over and over, but, but you never experienced that. But you experienced what God done for you. And you can tell them. And the, and the Holy Ghost can turn the light on for them. And they can see and know and understand. And it is a spiritual thing. It's spiritual. And, and, and we are spiritual beings having fleshly experiences. And one of these days he'll take us out of that. Praise God. Put us in a glorified body. And there we'll be forever. Because when he shall appear we shall be like him. Isn't that good? And I'm going to tell you, how's, how is he? Well, hey, just look how he was after the resurrection. Daniel, he's doing pretty good. He wasn't feeling bad, wasn't sick anymore. He wasn't there and boom, he was there. And Mike Blanton, one of his favorite parts is he asked for something to eat. Roll fish. Hey, give me something to eat. Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized. Every one of you, now watch this, watch this right here. In the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now, Jesus had told us over in Matthew, he said, baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. But now Peter's preaching, and he said, just baptize them in the name of Jesus. Why didn't Peter Tell them to baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost instead of just telling them to baptize them in the name of Jesus. These three are one. Good answer. That's right. These three are one. But you know what? The Jews, they already believed in the Father and the Spirit. They didn't believe in Jesus. So he baptized the Jews first in the name that they didn't believe in. Why? What's it saying? It's, it's broadcasting to all those around him. We're being baptized in the name of Jesus. You know what they've done? They got him kicked out of the family. They got him put into the family of God, but he got them, for the most part, they're kicked out when they take Christ. Now, we baptize not. You know how I'll baptize these three or one? Name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. And we'll baptize them. Should we, what happened here, what happened to them before they were baptized? They repented. If they, if they're not, if they don't do this, listen, they're, they're not, they're going in the wrong direction. They've been raised as Jews. They're still, they're sacrificing lambs and there's nowhere for them to put the blood because the mercy seat's not even there and they're, and they're just going through the motions. And they're going in the wrong direction. Now to repent means to turn around. Literally, that's what it means. Turn around. So they turn around and they're going in a different direction. What direction are they going? They're going in the way of Christ. 
Therefore, if any man be in Christ, in Christ, he's a new creature, in Christ. And they, they take that. Now, that's what we're going to symbol. Uh, it's a symbol of that tonight, symbolize the fact that we're going we're gonna to take two young ladies, we're going to baptize them, we're going to put them under the water, and it's like following Christ in crucifixion, burial, and resurrection. We're going to bury them in a liquid grave and raise them to walk in the newness of life. Isn't that good? That's glorious. So, should, should, should we be baptized? Yes. Yes. And understand this. People build doctrines out of the book of Acts, and, and the book of Acts, is a, it's, a, it's a transition period. Paul tells us how to build our doctrine when he starts writing Romans and the rest of the epistles. Now, it's all right to go with this, and this is good, and we should know this, and we should be baptized. If the first ones were baptized, we should be baptized. But it's not as, I mean, to us, it's it's old hat. I mean, we've all been baptized. I've been baptized twice. Well, three times, really. Uh, uh. Once in clear, once first by the Holy Ghost, and then by clear in Clear Creek, and then in the Jordan River, over in Israel. They said, "Surely you're not going to be baptized again." I said, "You think I flew halfway around the world and not going to get in that river, Jesus, and baptize in and let them baptize me? You better believe I'm going to be baptized in the Jordan River." Wasn't the first one good enough? Oh yeah, it's good enough, but this one's going to be better. Why? Well, I know a little more about it this time, and this is where Jesus baptized. They call it deep and wide. It's not very deep and it's not very wide. I could swim it in about three strokes. But there's something in the water. Glory to God. So we're going to baptize Kyle and Kimber tonight. And we're going to raise them to walk in the newness of life. And we need to be and and when we are, when we receive the Lord and the, and the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost. I like that word. That, look here. Somebody said, you believe in ghosts? I said, oh, yeah, I got one lives in me. They said, some kind of nut job. I said, oh, no, the Holy Ghost indwells me. He done moved in. I got problem with Casper and all them other guys, but I believe in the Holy Ghost. And when we get saved, the Spirit of God indwells us. And that's receiving the gift of that. Now, I want us to know there's two different Greek words here, and I'm not going to get into all this. But I just, I just read this this afternoon. I, I, I didn't know it myself. But there's two different ones, and it's not charisma. And if, if uh, Corbin is here, I'd, I'd ask him what the other one was. But it means that it, they, they did have an indwelling. And it, it, is, it is the one that influences them. But now the apostles had the charisma. The, Terry in Jerusalem, T be endued with power from on high. There was, a, there was, a, there was another, it was, a, it was another, it's the same Holy Ghost. But it was more, it was more in the fact that they done supernatural acts. I can't do this. 
I've prayed for people and they have been, some, some of them have been healed. Some of them have not been healed. Jesus took, well, he got the perfect healing. But some of them just stayed sick. But now when the apostles come, and by the way, the apostolic era, era is over. Uh, a lot of people don't think, some disagree with me on that, and we love each other anyway, but the, the, the apostles are all dead. And then there's a lot of disciples, and that's, that's what we're making here tonight. And the, and the girls came and were gloriously saved not long ago. And uh, if I'm counting right, we need about 16 more before this year's out. We might get them real soon. And uh, so that's what we want to do tonight. We want, we want the candidates to come forward. Pat, you going to show them where to go or can you show them? Girls, my wife's going to come right over here. Just follow her. They'll show you. She'll show you where to go and what to do. And uh, that way mom and everybody can be out front, take pictures, do whatever they want to do. And I'm going to ask Verena to come and while these girls are preparing and uh, before, before I go back and, and, and get my wading britches on, I'll, uh, somebody might need to come and pray about something tonight. I don't know. Uh, it's, uh, no more than been said or read. There's been enough said and read and sing about tonight to save the whole world. The love of God's been sang about. God so loved the world. I told a little girl in this at Weigel's the other night. I'd come back from revival. Had my suit on or had my tie on. Stopped in at Weigel's. And she's working. I said, she said, how are you tonight? And I said, I'm just doing wonderful. How are you doing? She said, well, I'm doing good. I said, it's Friday night at Weigel's and you're working. Everything's good, isn't it? She said, oh, yeah, just real good. Friday night at Weigel's. And she said, uh, I said, we've been to church. She said, you have? She said, well, that's good. And when she said, that's good, I just thought, well, she's a Christian. So I said, uh, I said, are you a Christian? She said, I don't know what I am. I said, oh, yeah, right here. Here we go. I said, I said she said, well, they baptized me a long time ago when I was a little girl. But I, I don't know. I don't know much about it. And I said, she's young. She's probably... She's probably in her mid-twenties, early twenties. I said, look, I said, you're too pretty not to go to heaven. Her face turned blood red, embarrassed the time I done. I said, and you need to be saved. And if you'll read John 3, 16, it'll tell you everything you need to know. Call upon the name of the Lord. And you know what she said? I've heard that before. She'd heard it before. Maybe I just need a reminder of it. We stand our feet, we're in a place, something you might need to come and pray about something tonight. I don't know. come, you can be seated.
Pastor Mike McCoy, thanking you for joining us at the Time of Truth.